You're listening to The Real Reading Podcast. We apparently live in a society where people who go to festivals need to be told that putting their sleeping bags down in the toilet is not a, not a very good idea. Did you ever watch that programme, uh, Hunted, on Channel yes. 4? Yes, that Did was brilliant, Did you see the yes. one where the guy came out of Reading Station yeah. and chased him all through Reading, yeah. all along the canal, and eventually caught him at the funny Yes, that was brilliant. Hello! And I'm Tom Canning, and welcome to episode 47 of the Real Reading Podcast, with our special guests this week, John Joe Warwick and Dave Moore from the Are You Listening Festival. That was a good interview. I've done it already in a rare case of being uh, being in, in ahead of the game. Ahead of the game, yeah. I've done it already, so that's good. And um, coming up in the next couple of weeks, we have interviews with Councillor Ashley Pierce, who's going to talk to us about what it's like being a councillor, which I think at times can be quite a thankful task. Um, and Thankful or thankless? Thankful. Thankful. No, I mean thankless. Yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. (laughs) Shall I read that again? He's going to be talk to us about what it's like being a councillor, which I think is quite a thankless task. Yes, at times, times. times, yes. Mm. Rewarding, but but hard. Uh, And also, we've got an interview lined up with John Luther. What? Not that one. Oh. Sadly. No, uh, John Luther, who... I'll do that one. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Idris. Um, no, yes, it'll be with Idris Elba in character. No, I'm sure he gets this quite a lot. Uh, John Luther is the chap that runs the South Street Art Centre. So I'm going oh, to well, that's speak to him. Oh, that's pretty awesome. It's pretty cool. Yes, I'm going to go and have a look around there. Not Idris Elba, though. Sadly not, no. Although I'm sure this, I, I've heard a lot about this this chap, John Luther, and he seems like quite a nice bloke, so I'm looking forward to that. So he's not an, unhin- an unhinged maverick detective who gets the job done. He may be in his spare time, I don't know. I'll, I'll ask him. I'll ask him. <laughs> Um, we've got uh, one of the usual features this week, which is Fact of the Week, and I am sure, Hugh, you have forgotten to bring the book with you. I have forgotten to bring the book, yes, and that is a fact. <laughs> That's the fact. And uh, we are just short of a four to explain it all at the moment, just because we're on a little bit of a breaking news knife edge, aren't we, this morning, Hugh? There's yes. a couple of things going on, and you may have to scurry off, so we've just had to can for explains it all today because yeah. apparently you can't the do life of the reporter oh, well, yeah. can't, so you've got to be on it on the pulse of the local news he can't do two things at once apparently no <laughs> so uh, you can also check out our new podcast website at realreadingpodcast.co.uk uh, which has a little bit about the interview and me running around Reading Town Centre trying to find a new cable uh, for this microphone uh, before the interview <laughs> which was great fun so it's a, it's a, it's a again really, well no I went to find did you forget it no, I, for, no I deliberately didn't bring it because we, the other one's broken. <laughs> That's different to forget the, it. <laughs> the other one's broken. The other one's broken and I need it from a PlayStation controller. And so I needed to get a new one. But apparently these are rarer than hen's teeth, as my mother would say. So uh, it took me ages to find one. I ended up going to Jessup's. Thankfully, Je- this podcast is sponsored by Jessup's, by the way. Okay. Because they had what I wanted. So um, in the meantime, um, here's how you can get in touch with the show. Get in touch with the team. Find us on Twitter at Real Reading Pod and search Facebook and Instagram for Real Reading Podcast. You can also email getreading at reachplc.com. Thank you very much, Jeremy. Um, I wanted to just talk about Cowlane because next week, next week's podcast is going to be a Cowlane special. <laughs> is that the truth? That is the absolute truth. <laughs> We're doing it live from Cowlane. We could do. No, should oh, we okay. not? No, right. no, let, okay, no, let's not. Probably wouldn't be able to hear us over all the big heavy lorries going through and everything. Do so. you mean the free-flowing traffic once it opens in two directions? 
except when it gets to the mini roundabout. But let's not let's not worry Don't about dwell that. On the let's detail. not worry about that at all. No. We're all very excited that Cow Lane is reopening uh, in approximately one week's time, just over a week's time. Uh, yes, Monday week. Yes, Monday week. It's closing completely for a couple of days, is it? To, this, for resurfacing, yeah. Yeah. and then big bang. bang. Yeah. Well, let's not hope there's not a big bang. <laughs> <laughs> let's just, just opens. Just, just opens and just yeah, stuff works. Just, and right. stuff free flows. Free yeah. flow. So the way, the way the project's gone, the uh, the amount of issues that they've had with it, which is largely unself-inflicted, it must be said, but. Um, you wouldn't be surprised would you if the first two cars to go down they'll crash into each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, do not tempt fate, Hugh. Obviously no, in, no injuries or anything. It's just, just, no, you know. just a gentle bump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so Cow Lane will be reopening. Um, we're going to be just looking back at some of the yeah. things that have happened during the time that those bridges have been closed. It's been quite a considerable amount of time. Um, and we will talk to you about that next week. So we're looking forward to that, Cow Lane. Come on, Cow Lane. But what about today? So today, we were just going to discuss briefly, there's something that's maybe a week or so old, maybe a week and a half old, but we just want to talk about the purple flag. Do you know what purple flag is, Rach? It's not beach related. It's not beach related, no. That's a different flag. Is that a green flag? Or is that Parks? Parks is green. Oh. What do you get for... Is it blue flags for beach? They really should have researched this before we started talking. It's a good thing, isn't it's it? It's a good thing, Because yes. if a beach gets a flag, yes. it means it's really nice and yes. clean. And or nice there's a shark. So what's purple? So purple flags is for um, a vibrant, safe and welcoming night out, which Reading now apparently is. Is it now? It is indeed. It is indeed. And we I just wanted to know. I don't go out anymore. <laughs> no, so you have a son, so therefore you don't go out. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we're not allowed to go Except out. for that time we went out. But yeah. That I'll, one time. Yeah, that one time. Quite some time ago. One time when we went out. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to um, read about the the purple flags just a little bit. Um, this is an article by Mr. Hugh Fort, so I wonder whether you should read it, but I'll, I'll do it because you might have to dash off. You're better at reading. <clears throat> he likes Rip. the sound of his own voice. I'm so glad that was recorded because that's the nicest thing he's ever said to me. <laughs> um, Towns which receive the states are recognised for providing a vibrant, mi- vibrant and diverse mix of dining, culture and entertainment, as well as promoting safety and well-being for visitors and people who live in the town. Um, Inspectors came to Reading and looked at early evening activities such as cafes, shopping, dining and leisure activities including gyms, cinemas and theatres. They visited pubs, the town's street pasta, police and security briefings and looked at late night venues and dispersal. Um, and, and so obviously it's, it's achieved this purple flag status and is, is generally very good. Um, Bobby Lonergan, is that how you say Bobby? Lonergan. Lonergan. Um, the Reading bid manager. What's the Reading bid? The business improvement district. What's that, yeah. Hugh? It's a area of town where the businesses will kind of work together to invest in the town and provide things like um, uh, improvements, like flowers and stuff like that. Okay. So they they did, pay for things like PCSOs as well. Did to, they uh, pay for that pop up toilet? Is that pop up toilet still there? Do you remember the pop up toilet outside O'Neill's? Yeah, outside. The, yeah. Is that still there? I don't know. I don't know either. That involves going into Reading at night. Which is <laughs> unless there's a council meeting. But you should now, because yeah. it's got a purple flag. Yeah, yeah. you should feel so safe. Awesome. Yeah. Not to say that he didn't go into town before because he didn't feel safe, he's just a hermit. Was there some reaction? There was the quite website? considerable reaction to this. Okay, and, positive um, way or not? What do you so think? Much? What do you I, think? Mm-hmm. I think generally the, the review, the, the and if I can put on my sort of slightly moany person voice. Which just sounds a bit like, shall I do that? No, I don't think I will. You're li- <laughs> looking... A little bit grating. Yes. Leader of the neighbourhood watch. <laughs> yes. So the, the general feeling, I think, was just people going, 
what Reading's a rubbish night out is rubbish. It's not very good at all. That was the general consensus. I don't really want to read any of them. Does out. it depend on the kind of night out you're looking for? I think it entirely does. I think the point of the, the purple flag was that it was um, providing a vibrant and diverse mix of dining culture and entertainment, which sort of, when you think about it, if you think about Reading in terms of Berkshire as a whole, I don't mean as in as in a horrible place, as in as a as a whole area. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry. I we were very delayed reacting there, weren't we? Um, when you think about it, like Reading, Reading's possibly the, the the busiest, the most an interesting place for a night out in in the local area. I would say. Would, would you agree with that? You are forgetting Slough. Hunger food is pretty tricky. <laughs> As I've discovered recently, there's only about four and a half thousand people live in Hungerford, so Hungerford doesn't count. Sorry, Hungerford. What about Woodley? Uh, the stop it, stop it. The Bosco Lounge is all right. Well, yes, there we go. And Cavisham, let's not forget Cavisham. Cavisham, uh, centre of it all. But I, I think I think it's probably fair to say that uh, you know, obviously, if you're going for a nightclub and a, if you're if you're looking out for a nightclub, that's very different to someone who's looking to go out to fight, have a nice meal with his. Girlfriend, girlfriend slash wife slash both of them. You know, it's um, it's it's it, it's very different. But I think the, th- the thing about the purple flag, what's nice is that it does seem to be that it, it does. Uh, having been out a few times recently, it does feel like it's a little bit nicer, a little bit safer. It's, you know, but still, if you walk down Friar Street on a Friday or Saturday night, it's going to be a bit hectic with people mm. indulging. You know, in having a few drinks and getting maybe a little bit boisterous, shall we say? But it does but, have. A little bit of everything. If you want to go for a nice meal, you can. If you want to go to a decent pub, you can. Mm. If you want to go clubbing, you can. But you see people, I think you people, see you can yeah. see bands. You can go to the After Dark, which is a kind but of Reading old, isn't massive, so no. you can't kind of compare it up against somewhere like London or no. Liverpool, Manchester, or something like because it's not going to compare because it's. Tiny in comparison, but I think it does have. I think places I mean, to go. What it also does quite well, it does, it does sort of keep groups of types of people that want. To, if you want to go and have a bit of a heavy night out and in, in a nightclub and stuff, all that is in one place. And if you want to go and have a quiet drink in a cup in a nice pub or two, that's in a slightly different place. And it, it always sort of quite. They've obviously worked quite hard to to kind of figure this. And, um, I just wanted to read what uh, Bobby said, Bobby Lonergan. He said, uh, Reading Town Centre's nighttime businesses play an important role in Reading's economic success. Uh, obtaining purple flag accreditation for the excellence of the management of these businesses in the surrounding town centre environment has been a key, key objective for the current business improvement district. And I'm delighted that Reading's nighttime economy has been recognised as a vibrant, safe, welcoming, and a well managed place. Mm. Which I think is probably fair. Like you said, you get trouble everywhere, don't you? Yeah. But that, I think they do do things in Reading, like those, what did you say they were called on there? Past, pastors or something? Street pastors. Street pastors who were out kind of yeah. supporting people who have maybe had one too many sherries. <laughs> um, yes, that's what people drink in uh, Yates's. <laughs> but we, Rich and I had a night out, a rare night out, the other week. Uh, went to a couple of new places that I haven't been before that were really nice. Where did you go? Well, we went, to, we started off in, uh, I think it was called Vino by Forbury. Oh, yes, yes. Bar. Hugh and I have been there. Had a cocktail in there, that was very nice. Um, 
Did you have a romantic date in there, you two as well? I, wh- where is this place? We went. We Can went. You, you and I went there because it was the Reading Evening Post get together. Oh right, yeah. Oh that place. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, see. I liked right. it. Yeah, it was nice. And then the corn stores reopened oh, recently, okay. opposite Apex Plaza. So we went there for dinner. Steak. Um, you know, we didn't have steak. We but they had, get their steak on showing. That, I know, that is one of the that is their thing, isn't like it? It's like Jurassic Park. Is all we have this massive sharing platter thing with all different what they call sliders. Sliders, like yes. Tiny, yeah. tiny mouse burgers. Yes. Tiny. Nowhere near as exciting as you think they will be. Yeah. But it was very, very nice. Yeah. So you know, I just, I think it just depends what kind of night out you want. What it's perhaps lacking is for people more my age, if there's somewhere mature. a mature, maybe you want to go somewhere for a bit later, and you don't want to be in, I don't even know what the places are called now, down Fry Street. Um, They're exactly the same as they were head, when it, we went, yeah. When it's we not called it. the square anymore though, is it? Oh no, it's not called the, the square. Cube, but. The cube bar. Cube, cube bar. bar. Ice bar. Yeah, we should go to the Broadwalk. Yeah. <laughs> oh. We used, I mean, the staple for us in the old days was like O'Neill's and yes. then upstairs <clears throat> and then upstairs to Reflex to Reflex we should just do a all podcast where we where we name old nightclubs that's all we should we do we definitely should <laughs> Washington Heights kids <laughs> level one level one I think that oh yeah in I'd, the car park yes I'd never go to nightclubs built into the side of the car park it's a very very in Bracknell had one in Bracknell our only nightclub was under a car park on the old high street it was called Shakira's Shakara's it was and then they changed it to all sorts. It was dreadful, absolutely dreadful. And the thing is, because it had been an Indian restaurant for quite some time, it never quite got rid of that sort of slight Indian food smell. <laughs> so, it was, and that's a good thing, in my view. So, <laughs> you just stand in the corner yeah. wishing you were mm. eating a I'd really madras. rather be having a madras. <laughs> mm. So, um, yeah. So, I, uh, overall, uh, as I say, the, the sort of the online welcome for the purple flag wasn't particularly. Uh, positive, I don't think, but I, I think overall, I feel it's a it's a fairly good we thing. We have to remember the rule of the comment section, though. Oh, is, what is that? Which is, if you've got something nice to say, you don't post it in the comment section. <laughs> <laughs> it stems the rules. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I think Reddit's all right. Keep Get it to you, my day. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> yes. Reddit is rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to get slated then for saying I had a lovely night out. <laughs> Absolutely, people be around your house Rachel, knocking on your door. Rachel, you how did. dare you? I didn't. It was you rubbish. Did. It was rubbish. <laughs> I think, as a non-drinker, I think there, are, like you know, going to places like you know the idea of going to the Q bar completely <laughs> sober is not something that would be high on my list of priorities. But I think there are enough places for people like me who who don't want to do that sort of thing to have have a reasonable evening in Reading like Brewdog we did we did take you to Brewdog we did take you to Brewdog Our Arms is good Um, there are a few oh I shouldn't have stumbled so quickly today there are others (laughs) great expectations are quite low I've not been there for a long time anyway we went through a stage drinking in the sun do you remember yeah oh god yes we did didn't we that's where I met Rich in fact oh Next to the jukebox, he laughed at my song choices. Was he, was he putting on the Smiths, Oasis, all that, all that sort of stuff? Yeah, he was trying to like Manchester. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's cool. Yeah. S Club. <laughs> yeah, I probably. take over with probably. steps. And... <laughs> Justin Bieber. 
Um, thanks, guys. Uh, I think overall, purple flags, good. I don't know. Do we get a purple flag? Is there a purple flag? Yes, it should it's on be. top of the town hall right now. Is it? Oh, brilliant. It okay. should yeah. be flying, shouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. It can replace the EU ones around. <laughs> <laughs> don't start. <laughs> um, so maybe off the back of this, we should try and plan a little poddy team oh. night out to go and sample some of the... Excellent. I like this idea. Can we do it on Tuesday? Oh, that's so rubbish. <laughs> so rude. That's so My cute. first thought was, when won't it be busy? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. I can't that... do Tuesday. Uh, rock, rock choir's Tuesday. I haven't mentioned rock choir uh, for fine. a few weeks, so just get that in. Un- unfortunately. Well, you've got a perfect living on a prayer, haven't you? <laughs> We've done that one already. The, the issue, Hugh, I guess for you is that opening a business that isn't busy really goes against the idea of making money from a business. This is the issue that a business that wants your patronage will have. This is yeah. This is this is true. Yeah. It doesn't um, really. Where's the quietest, <laughs> worst run place likes? That's my sort of. Uh, anyway, before the lawyers come in, um, Valentine's Day just very quickly. It yeah. is today when we're recording it, and when it comes out, it will have already happened. Happy so, Valentine's so good luck, everyone. Lots good of luck. Love to you both. And to you. And to you. Um, hopefully. I just did a swear. Sorry. I'm going to have to edit that out. Pound in the pot. Oh dear. Well, it's only a pound. It's the first pound. It's the first ever. Um, okay. So yes. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. And to you. Hope you got lots of cards. I got two. Oh, good. I haven't got any. Oh. I also I had none, but I left the house at quarter to six this morning, so the postman, the, the postman hasn't had his delivered all sackfuls yeah. yet. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, it's now time for Reading Fact of the Week. Reading Fact of the Week. What have you got for us? This is a cheerful one. Oh, good. Finally, Reading was on a list of 106 probable nuclear targets during the Cold War. Oxford and Brighton were not included. Oh. <laughs> Lucky Rude. End. Well, yeah. yes. What did we do, Rob? Uh, having two nuclear weapons factories. I was going to say, I suspect. Oh, yes. would be probably my guess. <laughs> yes, that would be it. West Berkshire, expensive houses and nuclear arms factories. <laughs> <laughs> did you know that the council? <laughs> <laughs> the council, the council uh, uh, PR should have that. Expensive houses. <laughs> Mushroom cloud. Yeah, well, they, yeah, they won't be expensive because they'll be flattened, won't they? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, thanks, guys. That is the end of part oh, one. Oh, are we going to end on that? Are we ending it? What? We're literally ending on a bombshell. Dicker. I don't know how how close are we to being? Uh, how close is this to being uh, unbroadcastable? I don't know. <laughs> um, have we got anything cheery to add to that? Well, it never happened. <laughs> Thanks, guys. That's Yay! the end of part one. And the Cold War is over. <laughs> but, you know, who knows what the future holds. Oh. In part two, uh, we will have the interview with John, Joe and Dave from Are You Listening Festival. Are 
Hi everyone. Uh, I'm very pleased to say that I am joined in the Real Reading podcast studio by John Joe Warwick and Dave Moore. Hello. Hi. Hello. Where are you from? Oh, Reading at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully Reading. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's all very useful. It's made it nice and easy for you to come and visit us. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, so what are you here representing? Uh, so we're here representing ourselves as Heavy Pop, um, but also the IE Listening Festival, which is coming up in April. People seem to be getting very excited about IE Listening Festival. I must admit, we had this conversation just before we started. Last year was the first time I'd heard of IE Listening Festival, which is, says more about me than it does about you. I will hold my hands up to that. Um, just tell us a little bit about IE Listening Festival. What is it and, and, and how did it all start? Yeah, do you want to... Uh, yeah, so I Listen Festival started back in 2013, seems so long ago yeah. now, <laughs> and the festival, the reason the festival starts was the fact that um, Shane, who's also part of us, who, who I, we were on the festival with, um, he saw a partisan ad for Reading Men Cap looking for a fundraiser, yeah. um, he started working for them part-time, and then uh, in that period of time they were in quite dark straits really financially, and Shane always fancied the idea of doing a sort of festival event, like a multi-venue yeah. sort of event. And we had a few conversations about it, and he said, oh, do you want to get involved in some capacity? And I just jumped in and said, oh, I'll just do the whole thing with you. <laughs> Not really taking into account how much work that yeah. would actually be. Um, and then we did the first one. So the first one was actually April uh, 2013. We pulled the whole thing together in less than three months. It was pretty, pretty crazy. And um, we had about a thousand people attend the first wow. one. And people were like, oh, this is amazing, you've got to do it again. So after we recovered, <laughs> we were like, okay. Because the first one was a bit of an experiment, really, and nothing yeah. to raise, obviously, funds for a really men cap. Um, but people loved it so much, we thought, okay, we'll do it again. And it's just organically grown since then, and this year will be our seventh year. Wow. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just interested. I, I run a festival myself elsewhere. Okay. And um, I'm just wondering, how long does that recovery take once you finish because for me it's usually about six months <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, mentally physically spiritually it's yeah. kind of different uh, <laughs> yeah it's the mental part of it that takes the longest I, I, yeah I, I tend to find i it takes me a few days to kind of like come off the high from yeah. it, or the you know stresses you know that sort of the emotional element and then yeah i don't know it takes a little while a month so <laughs> basically we start planning it in september yeah and it takes me a while to get my headspace into just contemplating doing it again. Yeah. So yeah, a few months before he's about right to be fair, yeah. So was it, was it always multi-venue? Yes. And where, so where what were, what were your first venues? What were the first ones? Are there any that aren't there? Risk. So oh, upstairs yeah. at Global Cafe. Oh, Risk. Yeah. Um, Stock. Oh yeah. That was one of them. Which is um, still there. Which yes. is still there. Um, was the Turtle the first one? I think Turtle, yeah, Turtle's always been there. And we've changed a couple, like, Britney's pubs anymore. Uh, we did a year with Turks. That was a disaster. Oh, no. How come? Uh, it was the year... So we clashed... So 2015 was Arsenal-Reading. Oh, no. The like, semi-final. Yeah. So we clashed that, and we used the Turks for the first time. And they were, like, beforehand, they're like, oh, yeah, like, we've got, like, backroom space. You know, these big gigs. <laughs> yes, it's quite, quite a big old space. Yeah, there, yeah. So yeah. I, it worked out quite well, because we had South Street Art Centre, and yeah. so on. It was, oh, it was a good little, you know, between point. But of course the football happened, so they, they, basically they just wanted to watch the football. They went with the masses, all of the people in there were there to watch the football, so they stuck the football on and then the bands were kind of trying to play in front of a TV screen <laughs> while getting jeered at. Oh man, that yeah, wasn't, yeah. wasn't the best. Not the unfortunate timing. Yeah, yeah. That, well, I mean, things. I suppose as a, as a football supporter myself, you, and, and I know you, you said you were an Arsenal fan as yeah. well, Dave, but you can't, I suppose, Reading don't get to a semi-final of an FA Cup very often, it's... I know it was amazing for everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's, it's something you're not going to forget. You know? I do remember, because we did, we did show the football, actually. Yeah. 
And okay. we had it in sub 89 on the, big, on the big screen. And some people are like, we oh, should be showing the football, it's about music. Other people are like, oh, I'm really happy yeah. showing the football. It's one of the things you can't really win. And luckily, we, we managed to kind of alter the programme a little bit. Yeah. But then it was, I don't remember, it looked like it was going to go to extra time. <laughs> and I have to admit, even though I was like, I don't care now, someone score a goal. <laughs> Maradona, <laughs> run on. Yeah. Because <laughs> this would have completely like screwed everything up. Yeah. And then uh, thankfully, Adam Federici made a horrendous blunder, and yeah, I suspect he's now the patron of your festival. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he gets a yeah. lifetime ticket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this does a massive favour. I know, I know um, we haven't quite got onto kind of the differences between Ready Pop and, um, and, and Are You Listening Festival yet. We'll come to that. And I just remember talking to Pete before Ready Pop last year, and okay. we were in the semi final of the World Cup, and he was desperately having to, Pete Wheeler was desperately trying to have to figure out how they would show the football if England got to the final during their Sunday. Festival event, and they 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 would they were going to work out a way, but it just football gets in the way sometimes. Well, it's, it? yeah, it's tough. You kind of make your decision like we're going to put on a festival in nine months' time. Yeah, this is the date, and then sort of a month beforehand, something changes. You know, yeah. Brexit or the World Cup. Suddenly, England aren't terrible and out yeah. of group stages. <laughs> Who predicted that? You know, Nobody. and you just got yeah, exactly. You just got to kind of cobble together some some way around it. So, John Joe, how did you get involved in... Because it sounds like it started with Dave and Shane, is that fair? Yeah. yeah. So I was on the dole, I'd just come back from uni, in back to Reading, and uh, was living at my mum's house. Oh, yeah. And Good I times. saw an advert, oh, it was lovely, yeah, <laughs> peak period. Um, I saw an advert in, I think, a local paper at the time. Um, I'm not sure which one. I was going to say, you can say which one, you don't have to be... Uh... I can't remember which one. Um, <laughs> but basically, it was after, after volunteers to do with a music event, and it was, are you listening, when they first yeah. started the ball rolling? So I think I emailed Shane, had his email address in the newspaper, which you definitely wouldn't do now. No. And um, <laughs> yeah, I got in touch and just said, hey, I, I, I'm a big fan of music. I've done some gigs before in, at uni and stuff. Is there any way I can help out? And it's kind of gone on from there. So um, just just with that advert, um, Dave, because mm. we, we put adverts out and stuff. How many responses did you get? I don't want to make don't want to make John Joe feel uh, more than one. Okay, good. good. <laughs> we, There's a really long list, and yeah. I, I, I cream yeah. cruise yeah. to the top. You know, yeah. <laughs> oh, he listens to music. Okay, he's in. Great. Yeah. <laughs> you can spell his own name, can you? <laughs> hmm. yeah. I also can't remember. I know there was more than one. Wait, it was a long time ago. So, so, so with with the event as it as it's growing, what what kind of mm. what's changed? Is it, do you just go right? Well, we'll just do again what we did last year, or is it is it something that's ever evolving? We keep adding stuff. So uh, it started out very much. Here is a table at the front with a bucket collecting the cash, yeah. and there's bands behind us playing music. Enjoy yourselves, and maybe a bar serving yeah. booze. Now we have our own Are You Listening beer. So previously um, had it with West Barks Brewery doing us an Are You Listening festival. Oh, so it's quite nice. You can have yeah. your own pint. It's got our thing on. The money from every sale goes to Mencap, which is awesome. Uh, we've had our an art exhibition, which yeah. we brought in three years ago. Yeah. And we get kind of eight or ten local artists to do a one-off poster for one of the bands playing. So they kind of pick the band that they oh, think is wow. most interesting. They do a nice piece of one-off like gig gig poster, basically. Yeah. And then we auction that off, and the money goes to Reading Mencap, and we get lots of beautiful pieces of art to show off on the day. Mm-hmm. Um, got a program. Yeah, put together a program which is the bane of my life from <laughs> mid March yeah. to mid April. Uh, yeah. I mean, each year we try to add something. Yeah, where possible. I try to think what we're adding this year. That was about to be my next question. Uh, well, we might be. Well, I, there's a couple of things that pop actually, but I don't want to say because that's what happened. Just that's fine. But um, yeah, we're trying to check. Yeah, each year we're trying to evolve it, and we do yeah. also. I think um, we always do, which is important to us. And anyway, we find a review, so we do like a post festival survey. Yeah. So everyone's been. We asked their opinion. What was good? What wasn't? And that's good. Some of those comments are really good. 
and very helpful. Some are a bit daft, yeah. but that's the beauty of a survey. <laughs> yeah. And then we do take that on board as well. So this we sort of try to tweak it and yeah. Yeah. It's often, um, so for instance, we added the church venue, so St. Lawrence Church, yes. we used that two years ago or three years ago. Three years ago. And basically every time we put a survey on at the end, half the people say it's the best thing I've ever seen of a venue, gig in a church, loved it, and the other half people say it's terrible, why is there a gig in a church? <laughs> and it's literally 50-50 down yeah. there, and it's like, I guess we do the church again next year, and just... <laughs> just keep, keep on going until yeah. it goes one way or the other. I, guess <laughs> I, I know, I mean, I've got to be honest, the acoustics in there must be must be pretty good, so... It's kind sounds, of built for it, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds. Yeah, bit, yeah. It's a bit the right what, sort of music in it. it sounds what great. is it that people don't like about it? Uh, the acoustics. No, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I don't think you can please everyone. It's no. a big old space. I think to be fair, you're standing right at the very back. It's yeah. not going to sound as good as you near the front, like a normal show. Okay. Sometimes yeah. little things like that, you know. Oh, fair but enough. I mean, it's I mean, everyone. To fair, everyone like admits it's a very striking building. Yeah. And it's not a space that's used really very often. It's, it's sort of nice events. and central as well. It probably yeah. gives you quite a good focal point, I would, mm. I would think. Yeah, definitely. It's a good anchor. You know, yeah. Festival, definitely. So let, let's let's just think about like who's going to be playing then. So mm-hmm. how how do you come around to deciding who plays, um, and and who are we looking out for, and and who have you had that we that we should be looking out for? I mean, past um, bands we've had quite a few bands that've gone on to do big stuff. Uh, so we had Ezra Furman headline for us. He's now sort of uh, selling out Brixton Academy. We've had Anna Meredith, who won like Scottish Album of the Year. She's kind of classical music, kind of okay. mad. She was in the church. That was pretty spectacular. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and she's since done uh, like the Royal Albert Hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does like concert piece at the Royal Albert Hall and stuff. And we got her in a church in Reading, which was quite nice. Fantastic. Um, who else we've had? I had like Dream Wife that are on the NME cover this week. Um, and they played for us at Sub 89 we've had the Amazons obviously yeah, big yeah. Reading boys Cesare Karma they're the big Reading band that's done well at them as well and they played when they were all 18 <laughs> yeah, in well, Pavlov's yeah. Dog maybe or somewhere like that South Street South yeah. Street no, but, they were yeah. 18 it was a long time ago um, we had Idols last year who were doing extremely well uh, band, Field band. Music uh, they've won the Mercury before have they or been nominated they've been nominated yeah. which they won before but yeah and other there's loads. We normally have about sort of rounds of seventy acts each year, give and take. And how do you how do you choose, or is it just a case of you put out emails and ask? Uh, well, it's got it's got harder each year, which, which I guess is a, is a nice thing. Mm. There's more every year. There's more and more people wanting to play. Yeah, which is brilliant. Unfortunately, the slots stayed the same. So yes, yeah. <laughs> so it's about roughly about the same amount of bands. <laughs> and we do like one of our policies is to try and book around sort of seventy percent from the local area of Berkshire, yeah. you know, Oxford, you know, surrounding area of Berkshire. So that does limit a little bit what we book in. And also we're not really, like we always booking some sort of touring bands and sort of up and coming bands, yeah. but it's really about the overall the experience really. So we want people to come for the actual festival and the band you're seeing is obviously just a lo- lovely bonus really. Yeah. Because when we did the first, it was just all local bands. It just changed, yeah. you know, as the years have gone by. You know. so, so if I, so as, as someone who's not been, what 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 could I expect on so if I just walked into if I walked into Reading and I thought oh, do you know what? I fancy going to Are You Listening Festival mm. fancy going and catching something how how would I do that to start with what was the process I'll start by pointing at you saying shame on you shame on you Fine. and then after that on the shoulder maybe and just yeah. like stop crying and then get you <laughs> get you your first Are You Listening pint yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, and then take you to the nearest venue to wherever you arrive I mean it's all dotted around Reading and once you've got your wristband you get a uh, a kind of program which has the lineup and a map yeah and it will just kind of show you roughly where you are hopefully and it's kind of literally if you walk maximum of 10 minutes in any direction there's probably at least two bands available to you um and it's kind of just a, a kind of 
it's a hard one to do because I think there's always going to be clashes. Certain venues yeah. are further than other venues. Mm. Um, so we always put all the, the bands up online in advance. Yeah. And I think actually you probably have a better day if you spend 20 minutes, half an hour, just flicking through, picking some bands yeah. you actually want to see mm. uh, and making them your priority. And then you can jump between and see some bands you weren't expecting. Because um, we try and uh, book quite a diverse range of music. So we've got like a jazz act or two this year we've got some rap we've got some acoustic got some folkier stuff we've got mm. some like balls to the wall punky stuff <laughs> all that kind of stuff so like you're not gonna stay in one venue and yeah. see the same kind of bands every time okay yeah. and you might want to dot around and take in all of these great venues because it's most of the venues we like in Reading we try. We generally will put on gigs in these places at other times of the year if possible or we're in there you know enjoying a night out generally so like places like the Oakford yeah. or Milk or the Turtle um so we're kind of supporting them and getting hopefully new people to go to them if they haven't been before. Obviously, everyone's been to the turtle, but maybe not everyone's <laughs> yeah. been to milk. Yeah, maybe possibly not. Yeah. Um, so raising money for Reading Main Cap mm-hmm. as a as a charity. Um, do you know how much you've raised overall? Well, we've raised about nearly sort of sixty thousand since we started. Right, that's wow. figure. Okay. And and Reading Main Cap, what what is it as a charity for anybody that doesn't know? So it's a local learning the disability charity. So supports families and their, yeah. and their carers and their network basically. So, um, and that's through various ways. So it could be through housing, it could be through like after school, like classes, you know, various things like that. Really, give parents respite, you know, from from kids who are quite severely disabled, um, all sorts of stuff really. And um, they're a small team; they've been going for over fifty years. Wow. Um, and obviously based not you know, not far yeah, from not, here. not too far. So, um, we've, I've mentioned before we're just going to talk about sort of ready pop and, and heavy pop, which is your guys. Mm-hmm business obviously they're not related at all and really pops a lovely festival out in Christchurch Meadows for three days and yours is a lovely festival over one day in more than three venues yeah um so heavy pop what's heavy pop so heavy pop is the the name of our promotions company yeah so we do our all our shows under that banner basically and uh an IDC festival falls on that between ourselves and maybe men cap essentially so and do, I guess just to finish off what other shows have you got coming up then if, if where can we see where can we see heavy pop uh, when does this go out uh, this will go out on Friday it's going out on Friday so, so um, Friday the 15th yeah so on Wednesday we've got Catherine Joseph at South Street who's a Scottish folk person um, award winning as well so award winning Wednesday next week Wednesday coming yeah the 20th yep. of February okay uh, yeah. same night we've got the Orioles at Face Bar which is kind of up and coming they from Halifax Halifax indie yeah. punk band wow. they were like six music album of the year and things like that uh, one of their top ten that kind of thing so they're, they're, they're going to do well we've got Phil Taggart's slacker so Phil Taggart is on Radio 1 right he has a kind of riotous <laughs> teenage sweatbox love party uh, and that's going on at Sub 89 with the Magic Gang um, who are quite up and coming sort of Brighton indie band and a Northern Irish punk band called Touts so that's all happening so it's a busy week next week yeah. Oh, yeah. fantastic. Uh, and then who else have we got? We've just announced Pip Blom. Uh, she's a Amsterdam kind of grunge rocker. I think her dad was a famous. Yeah, her dad's a famous grunge well. rocker. I think, think they're both because of musical, <laughs> musical stock, basically. Uh, they're signed to Henry Records, so their album's coming out uh, end of May. So we've got playing South Street Thursday, 30th of May. We've got some other gigs dotted around in between. Fantastic. Um, um, feel free to plug where people can get tickets for these. Oh, heavypop.co.uk nice and easy everything's up there everything should be up there and if it's not I'm in trouble <laughs> fantastic John, Joe and Dave thank you very much for coming in to see us thank you very much cheers. cheers
That was John, Joe and Dave from Are You Listening Festival. Uh, Are You Listening Festival is on Saturday the 27th of April across multiple venues. Sounds very, very exciting. I'm quite looking forward. I might go this year. I'd, not, I'd mentioned to the guys on the, on the interview that I hadn't been before and I may try and go this time. I found somewhere in Reading I've never been before and it's a oh. really weird place. So it's, it's just I coming back to it. Go on. Reading West Train Station. I'd never been there. Have you not? <laughs> I've never been to Reading West Train Station. No. Oh, yeah. I, I was, I've either always worked in the town centre and used yeah. the train station or lived in the sticks. Uh, there's been no need for everyone to go to, to Reading West Train Station. How was it? Unremarkable. Just, uh, this, is, this is one of the random questions from several, several weeks ago where Hugh could not think of a single place in Reading that he'd not been. Uh, and now he's thought of one. Excellent. And, now, and you've been there? Yeah, well, yesterday. Magnificent. Tick! <laughs> Um, if anybody would like to get in touch, uh, we'd love to hear from you. We don't hear from people very much, which is a bit disappointing. But we'd like to hear from more people. So here's Jeremy with how you can get in touch. If you enjoy our prattlings about Reading, and if you've come this far, we assume you must be, please hit subscribe on your podcast app to get the latest episode every Monday morning. You can find us on Twitter at Real Reading Pod and search Facebook and Instagram for Real Reading Podcast. You can also email Get reading at reachplc.com. Thanks, Jeremy. Uh, if you know anyone who would like, who you think would be great to interview for the podcast, please do let us know. The only prerequisite is that they must live or work in the town, and most importantly, they must love reading. Um, anything else, guys? Or are we good to go? I think we've done enough damage yes. today. It's going to take me quite some editing this week. Yeah. I don't normally have to edit it a lot. Yes, I'm going to have to. Oh, it was just one, and I'm just. I'm sorry, everybody. But I'll cut it out. It's fine. Sorry, everyone, for the swear words you won't hear because he's edited it out. <laughs> so keep going on about He's apologised for the principle <laughs> yes. of swearing. I'm against it in principle. Um, that's all for now. We will see you again in a week. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Real Reading podcast. We apparently live in a society where people who go to festivals need to be told that putting their sleeping bags down the toilet is not a, not, not a very good idea. Did you ever watch that program, uh, Hunted, on Channel yes. 4? Yes, that Did was you brilliant. Did see the yes. one where the guy came out of Reading Station yeah. and chased him all through Reading, yeah. all along the canal, and eventually caught him at the funny Yes, that was brilliant.